Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to look at John chapter 10. And this is a famous passage of scripture where Jesus speaks of himself as the good shepherd. So I'm going to read uh, a passage from uh, verse 11 to verse 18, and then we're going to pray and spend some time thinking about Jesus as a shepherd and you and me as sheep. Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, for they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we pray that you would help us to see truth in the word today. God, as we think about you, Jesus, as good shepherd, and we think about what it means for us to be the sheep of your fold, God, I pray that you would just settle our hearts and speak truth to us, God. Help us to hear you, uh, to look to you, to trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Super tempting to think of sheep as sweet, cuddly little lambs and that we're essentially the pets of God. That would be missing something, I think. Um, because we don't actually interact with sheep very often in the West, we tend to think of them in sentimental terms. Um, and. The idea of a shepherd being labeled as a good shepherd does nothing to put us off this image. We just think of like, oh, he's a really good guy, a really sweet guy, and we're a sweet, sentimental, soft sheep. Um, this actually is a moment, this teaching from Jesus is a moment of disclosure where Jesus is saying something really important about himself, and he's saying something really significant concerning you and me. So let's, let's try to hear Jesus. Here's a bit to help us understand what he was saying about sheep. More than any other livestock, sheep require endless care and meticulous attention. Um, we share with sheep these characteristics, and I want you to hear this. Mob instinct, sheep tend to follow the lamb in front of them no matter where they're going. We share with lambs uh, fear and timidity stubbornness, and even occasional stupidity. <laughs> and so in some ways, we have to just hear that God was not paying us a terribly high compliment when he said we were like sheep, except for in this way. Sheep are also incredibly responsive to attention. They bond really quickly with a shepherd who pays them attention, who gives them love. Um, in that way, a, a lamb is kind of like a, a pet dog um, who will love her master no matter what. And so in that sense, maybe there's something really good about being called a lamb, being a sheep in God's fold. So the whole point of this story that Jesus is telling is this, concerning you at least. We need help, not from a hired hand, 
but from a shepherd who owns us and loves us. You need help. I believe that that's one of the prevailing messages of the scripture. The longer into life you get, the more we encounter difficulty and trouble, our own sin, our own failure, our own finitude. The message we're meant to receive from God is you need my help. Don't act like it's not true. You need my help. That's what the Lord says to us. And so this story is meant to remind us that we need help and that that's not a bad thing. It's actually good to acknowledge our need. So enough about us. Let's turn our attention to Jesus. Jesus says in these short verses four things about himself. And we're going to sit with these things one at a time and just briefly reflect on them. Number one, he says the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I want you to think about that. What Jesus is saying here prior to the cross is I will lay my life down for you to protect you. And so the image that we're meant to be sitting with is of a shepherd protecting his sheep who are in grave danger. The parable implies that there are wolves seeking to scatter the sheep, an adversary seeking to divide them and push them apart from one another, and that the, the shepherd lays down his life. And the picture here is that he is engaging an enemy in order to protect his lambs. And at the end of the story, there's a dead shepherd and a dead wolf and living sheep. He's literally laid his life down and lost his life while vanquishing the enemy. Jesus is giving us a look at the cross. But y'all, more importantly, for our purposes, as we sit with this parable, he's giving us a look at his heart, that his heart is to protect you in your vulnerability. His heart is to defend you from your adversary. But in order to be protected, in order to be defended, we have to actually know that God wants us to acknowledge our need. He wants us to say, Lord, help me. I would submit to you that that needs to be a regular prayer on your lips and mine. Lord, help me. And y'all, a lot of us have been taught to, to hide our neediness, to pretend that we're not needy, to, to, to fail to acknowledge our neediness even to ourselves, to, to fake it till you make it, to act stronger than you are. Jesus is wanting to say to you, you need help. Ask me for help. And this is contrasted with the hired hand. There's actually a lot of attention in this passage given to this hired hand who doesn't care for the sheep like the shepherd does. He is around until it's not convenient or safe to be around, and then he hits the road because he doesn't own the sheep. God does, though. The good shepherd owns the sheep, and he'll lay down his life for the sheep. The Lord owns you, me. He has authority, and he will not abandon us in our need. The second thing that Jesus says about himself as a good shepherd is the good shepherd knows his own and his own know him. And I love this picture because it speaks to us of a reciprocal relationship. And I just want to say to you, you were meant to have a reciprocal relationship with God. You were meant to know God and God was meant to know you. This is not just about head knowledge. We said this on the podcast earlier this week. Christianity is not just about what you know. Christianity is about who you know, being known by God, loved by him. If fragile, stubborn, mob mentality, group think sheep can know their master's voice, then you can know the voice of God. You can learn to hear him. You can learn to recognize the tone and tenor of his voice and his prompting to you. But y'all, that requires repetition and practice. That requires creating those thin spaces we were talking about. 
So I would ask you, do you have regular spaces where you tend to the voice of God, where you quiet your heart, you read your Bible, and you ask God to speak truth into your life? The Lord wants to tune your ear to hear him. Notice there's no mention of a sheepdog in this passage, which you and I tend to think of of dogs nipping at the edges to keep the lambs in line. There, there were no sheepdogs because the sheep were allegiant. They were uh, loyal to their master. They didn't want to stray far away because they had that relational interaction with him. The same should be true for you. Apart from intimacy, Apart from a knowing relationship with God, sometimes what we have are the rules. We have sheepdogs. But when we know him and our hearts are bent to stay close to him, we stay close. We don't need to hit the boundaries as much. Jesus also says this, the third thing. He says, the good shepherd is always drawing other sheep into the fold, even ones we don't yet know. And this is one of the things I love most about Jesus is he's always looking to include people who are not yet included. He's always looking to include and draw people in. This is why we do Alpha at Trinity, the church where I pastor, because we we want people to find Jesus. We want them to be known. And y'all, Jesus is never content with us four and no more. He's always looking to include people who are far from him. And I think it's really important. Because that should actually affect the way you and I live, the way you and me live. Um, I should always be looking to reach further afield than the comfortable demographic that's right in front of me, the people that I feel like I really get, get, get connected to and don't have to work at it. Jesus is reaching further out, and so should you. And finally, Jesus says the good shepherd has the power to lay down his life and then to pick it up again. And here's one of the things I love so much about Jesus. He's alluding to the resurrection here. He's saying, I, I will willingly lay my life down because it won't be the end of my story. I will live after death. And I just want to say to you, Jesus went there first and he calls you to follow him. He calls me to follow him. He wants us to be the kinds of people who know that there's life on the other side of death that there's hope on the other side of despair. And so today, for, for whatever reason, if you're facing despair, if you're facing uh, trial and tribulation, and many people are, you need to know that there's life on the other side of that. That if we'll be faithful to lean toward it, trusting that if Jesus calls us to go, go into a place, he goes there first, there's life on the other side. And so I pray for you today. I pray, God, that you would give my friends the courage to follow Jesus, that you would give us the confidence to say that we need help, to be like those sheep, and that we would look to you, Jesus, as our good shepherd. We bless you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm-hmm.